lots of lift. The ticket covers the spread this season. On Cowboys game day, it's TC and Jake. Sports Radio 1310. KTCK Dallas Fort Worth. Welcome, folks. It's me, TC Fleming, here with Jake Kemp. And it's been too long. I don't know, how, I don't know if we explicitly made a promise of how many of these we're going to do during the football season. But uh, the answer should be more. And that's uh, episodes with Ben Muth talking about college football. Ben, have you watched any college football lately? I have, and I, I, I have, and I can tell it's been a while because uh, I sent I sent TC a text after one Saturday where, um, you know, the Cincinnati Bearcats <laughs> had their biggest win of the season. Happened to coincide with uh, the mighty Oregon Ducks falling to the Stanford Cardinal that week. I was like, hey. Let's uh, you know, why don't we why don't we get on the podcast and, and chat about it? But TC said no interest. Said he had uh, he, they had other things planned that week. You know, I'm sure you guys were talking about some you know Southern lawyer who you know murdered his nanny or something. So you couldn't talk about college football playoff implications. And now here we are, and uh, I'm recording after a 52-7 drubbing at the hands of the Utah Utes. So. Great timing, guys. Yeah, I thought there was a good chance that uh, that, that, that it would be you would be busy this week suddenly. <laughs> no, at this point, I, you know, I've just you know I've quit on them like the team has quit on themselves. So <laughs> figure no, no need to uh, to put up pretensions. And you know, there's there's plenty of other great stuff to talk about in uh, in the world of college football. I have one thing that has nothing to do with the games or the playoff. Okay, mm-hmm. I do too. But yeah, go ahead. Do you guys remember the UConn trick shot quarterback? Oh, yeah. Oh, I read yes. that article. Absolutely. Yes. What the fuck? That's, I love they it. They that one in on us, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, I, I just kind of do believe that if you can hit enough trick shots, you should be handed the keys to the government. Like, so the article is one thing, and I didn't read the whole thing. But like, I did. You guys if you have e- any questions, I might read it again when we're done here. Did, like, did you guys even know the term body man? Absolutely. If I just Ben, do you I, know, not, do you know body I'm, I'm man? I'm still not familiar with what the what the term body man is. I get the impression you guys just don't even watch the West Wing. Yeah, that's definitely an accurate assessment on your part. But do you yeah, remember was, the UConn quarterback John McEntee? Oh, I'm I'm familiar with kind of his deal, but okay. um, I'm not familiar with his title. Is, is his title body man? Well, it was. I think Trump ultimately fired him, but like he's just basically the fixer, like the cleaner, like the guy, the the guy that makes sure that the president always has all of his tasty pretzels and proper cell phones charged. And I don't know, dude. It sounds like an awesome job. Yeah, body man. They will sometimes call it bag man because he's carrying a bag, like um, the dude from Veep. um, Yes, Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's exactly Mm -hmm. who it is. So he was that. (laughs) For Trump. That's hilarious. And then uh, John Kelly fired him because he had a suspicious large amount transferred to his bank account. Uh, and you'll love this, Ben. They checked it out. It was gambling winnings. <laughs> and I, I don't There's know if they... suspicious about that. <laughs> I mean, he was probably fading UConn because I know I've certainly transferred a suspicious <laughs> amount of money fading UConn the last four years. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know if it was like you can't gamble or like they didn't even wait to find out what it was, but John Kelly got him out of there. Uh, and then John Kelly himself got fired like a week later. 
and he came in like uh, Jordan Belfort, you know, with, I'm back. <laughs> dude, it's crazy. Say, like, I don't, I guess I just lost track of this dude. Next thing I know, he's like a key member of the administration. Perhaps the most key. Jeez. I will say, like, the trick shot world seems, like, very dark by nature, like, to get into that. <laughs> like, like I mean, just, like, the patience and, like, the setup, like, like setting up a trick shot and, like, you know, setting up a kill as a serial killer. There's probably, you know, there's probably some similarities there. Both require planning. Yeah, yeah both require planning, patience, you know. Like incredible patience and attention. You have to, detail. to have first failed at other aspects of life to get there. <laughs> yes, like dude, perfect. Like if you know, I know they got that big <laughs> warehouse in Frisco. Like over under on corpses in there. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it just amazing that like Trump had a dude around him all the time who is a very like attractive looking young football man. Who can like throw a football, you know, into a kid's basketball hoop, like from the three hundred level at the goal line, and he like never talked about him. Yeah, like, like don't you feel like if Trump saw that shit one time, he would have never stopped talking? Like, oh, this guy's at essential casting. You know, you should have seen what he did the other day. I yeah, mean, I he did promote him to. You He's know, such a big, strong, handsome He's man. A big, Look at strong this guy. quarterback man. Look at him. You love Look him, folks. Watch him. Yeah. Bring him up here. We He's love like, him. Yeah, we love him. <laughs> and he's having him like throw Nerf footballs like out of a, like yeah. a, that is an upset. I, I mean, that's presume that's he crazy. would be warming up the crowd. Like yeah. that's the greatest restraint that Trump has ever shown. Like that, this guy's made for Trump to just be like, "This is the goddamnedest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> Who do you think playing now will later be a bag man for a conservative president, and why is it Bo Nix? Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure we can trust Bo Nix with anything. <laughs> no, he will drop that bag. <laughs> he will drop that bag in in, in hilarious fashion. Um, God, who could? He's not playing now, but I mean, I could see Ricky Stanzi in this in this role. <laughs> I could see absolutely he seems solid. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do want to, you know, because I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, listeners that um, are captivated by the Brad Johnson trick shots, and I do not want to demean those and lump him in with you know some of these other trick shot guys. Have you seen Brad Johnson's trick shots? Like the Brad Johnson? Yeah, like the Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Max's Brad dad. Johnson. Yeah, Max's dad. Uh no, I, I didn't know he did trick shots. Oh my shots. god. So he does like a trick shot like probably once or twice a week. A fucking insanely good, but I like that he incorporates, you know, cuz he played basketball at FSU. That was one of those uh, Antonio Gates played basketball at Kent State facts that People said every time he played, but, you know, Brad Johnson, I feel like that went away eventually for him. But um, so he's mixing in basketball with football. He's, he's, he's got all kinds of stuff going. The, the Brad Johnson trick shot videos, really, you can really get lost down there. And Where, uh, where can I find these? Season. I think I usually find him on Twitter, but I think he posts them to his, uh, his Instagram um, first and then repost on Twitter. Okay. And, like, the best part is, is, like, Twitter handle is not, like, Brad Johnson. It's, like fucking big red 1473 or something yeah i'm looking at it here and it's 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 big bad brad 14 <laughs> big bad brad 14 there we yeah, go. Dude. <laughs> what's right, up well i'll check that out yeah 
So we got uh, we got rankings. We have actual rankings now. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben, do, does anything jump out at you? Do you have any any bones to pick? I mean, I'm generally pretty relaxed about the rankings until the last ones because, like, this is really just like them like floating weather balloons out and being like, you know, what do you think of this one, guys? And then, you know, if people are too pissed about it, they try to figure out a way to fix it, and they're like, oh, how about now? Um, you know, they're basically at the freaking applause meter with their hand kind of gauging the interest. Um, so, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. Like, obviously, if you have Oregon over Ohio State, it seems like you should have Michigan State over Michigan. Like, that seems to be the big bone of contention. But That's certainly I mean, mine. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, you know, there's there's no criteria. It's just they're going to pick four teams at the end that they feel the best about. Um, and they're just kind of making up bullshit reasons until then. To, to justify having an hour on t- or a half hour on ESPN every Tuesday. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess I should be more insightful than that, but I think that's kind of, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah. I just, I feel like they do to the extent that they have things that they talk about repeatedly over the course of the years. Uh, it seems like they do fixate on big wins a good bit. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm so frustrated that Michigan state, which has a big win uh, is ranked behind Michigan who that big win is over and like, mm-hmm. what's what's the impressive Michigan victory that I'm missing? Yeah, I mean, I guess Wisconsin. Like, do people think Wisconsin's impressive? Like, I don't. You don't. All right. I know. Um, I know. Bill Connolly's stats love Wisconsin, but you know, as far as actual football games, what they've they've lost three or something. Uh, is that they've lost three? Um, yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, yeah, Wisconsin yeah, yeah. six and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I just, you know, whatever I saw him, uh, we gave him a good pounding, but I, they have been playing much better lately, yeah. uh, which baffles me because Graham Mertz is still their quarterback, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm just, obviously, I think that we would all agree that, uh, a win over Michigan is more impressive than a win over Wisconsin. I mean, shit, I would Michigan beat Wisconsin. Beat Wisconsin. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's. If that really doesn't make any sense, and there's real, there's no real way to justify it unless the t- committee watched that and like, well, you know, we ten times, you know, nine times out of ten, Michigan beats Michigan State, but I don't feel that was the case either. It's not like oh, I don't need, yeah. that was a, a fluky game. I thought that was, you know, Michigan. If you like Michigan, may win six out of four. If you know, if you want to say that, but as far as I'm concerned, that was a pretty much of a coin that. That's a coin flip matchup. You yeah, know? I, I think and if they so, played it ten times, that each would win five. That that's yeah. how it felt to me. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like if that's the case, why not go with the team that actually won in this, you know, in this present reality that we live in, where you know, pole assassins running wild, and you know, the the world that 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 we inhabit. Absolutely. How? What kind of penetration did that have in uh, in Arizona? The pole assassin story. Yeah. 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 Um, I would say strong to quite strong in my circles. Nice. But that, you know, I might have had a lot to do with that. Um, Your circles being uh, college football slash strip club fans. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And, you know, primate enthusiasts (laughs) um, as well. Uh (laughs) Um, Checks um, all the boxes. Yeah. You know, homemade haunted houses. Um, (laughs) Yes. Just, just a lot, just a lot of good stuff in there. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm. Sh- I assume this, this led most of you guys' you know, radio for uh, 
for I mean, is it still the lead story or has the cow have the cowboys bumped it off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got bumped off, but it was not by the cowboys. It was by uh Joe Rogan Joe Rogan quarterback. <laughs> Joe Rogan <laughs> Cow guy. But we, but we cow guy. That's just but how they did. are, you know. Yeah. We did spend a lot of time on it. My, the first thing I said to TC after he watched the Aaron Rodgers interview in full mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, I just hope that that cancer patient is still alive and everyone can tell her about this. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I know you had to wait a long time, but your, uh, your adversary is being raked over the coal. Coming back around. <laughs> <laughs> And I just this week it's been, if anything, even better to, to yeah. like get the sources being like, uh, you know, he seems to have noticed that people are really mad about this, and he's surprised. Yeah, he was. He's I'm like borderline hurt. I think was the word. That I saw. <laughs> yeah, he's really hurt that people would react this way. Oh, what the heck? Um, yeah, they're, get, the they're getting mad is, at me. Like. I don't think he could tell that McAfee was kind of like setting him up to make himself sound like an asshole. Like there was, there was definitely times where it felt like McAfee could have like kind of like, Hey, like I'm sure what you meant to say was this, but when he's like, you know, he said him with the, so besides Dr. Joe Rogan, oh, yeah. what other medical experts did you <laughs> oh, yeah. talk to? <laughs> yeah. And there were also multiple times that McAfee was giving him the, like, cause they had the split screen. McAfee mm-hmm. had the, uh, like open hand, like thumb, pointer finger on the chin type thing, <laughs> which is like the ultimate interviewer tell of like, I'm going to hand you some rope. And how was how <laughs> like he, he sitting? I couldn't yeah. get over it. The, the, the fact that it was the... He sits like he's on ecstasy a lot of the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I wonder why. Leg, <laughs> he's got his leg up and he's just kind of like, ooh, this feels good. Uh, and ooh. I mean, like he starts the show like standing over the mic yelling into it and then like morphs into like a, a sideways arm over the chair with the, the knees pulled. Like I, I don't know, man. But the, I don't hate it. The fact that the, uh, the, the three box format where you can see all three of them the entire time Huge factor, uh, especially when he, whenever he, Aaron Rodgers is talking for 25 straight minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's I, I think I clocked it. I think it was 34 minutes in. A.J. Hawk says his first word. And so oh, just wow. just watching A.J. Hawk this entire time, like uh, I, he's trying to look focused. He doesn't look super bored, but like he's not his face isn't really moving. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it, there was a lot to that performance that I liked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a really great job by them. You know, I always like to see the ex-athletes, you know, conduct themselves well in these um, in these situations. And uh, hats off, incredible interview of yeah, like like Jake said, just like feeding them rope at at certain times. Just like here you go. It's like oh yeah, that's really interesting. Why don't you elaborate on that? <laughs> yeah on the uh on the committee i think you guys probably pay a lot closer attention to this stuff than i do and i'm mo- i mostly follow it by people who are really really passionate about it on twitter mm-hmm. is gary barda new it was jeff long the arkansas 80 for a while yeah that's then, the um, one i remember and then was it was it barda la- last no, year was such i think a this weird is year. i think this, this is, is barda's his, first year yeah who was so it last he, year? It wasn't long. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it I wasn't just know long. This is the first time I've heard this guy's name, like this season. Yeah. Because I'm not going to know Iowa's AD's name, you know. What the hell, otherwise. dude? 
Are you yeah. even a, like a college football fan? Dude, Ferentz is the AD. Ferentz okay. is the AD. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does this guy just suck this much worse at explaining this stuff or are people just like getting compounding exponentially more mad about the committee every year? Because none of his explanations seem to make any sense. But I also don't know that I really remember the ones from years past and like can compare them at all. I yeah. feel like we remember Jeff Long because it was a similar scenario of people not being happy with it. Um, so I don't think he's any worse. I think, you know, I think he's just, you know, he's, he's the punching bag. Like someone has to, um, someone has to explain why Michigan state is ranked behind Michigan, you know, and there's, there's really no good way to do it. So he just comes off like an idiot or why, you know, Cincinnati's just essentially not even being considered. Uh, Barta was there last year. Um, and yeah, I, I think that part of it is that, and I, I don't know where this goes. I mean, it seems like they've got, uh, you know, changes coming to the playoff format. So that's probably where it goes. But uh, it just feels like the further we go along, just the more chances they have to fuck over teams, uh, the more fan bases are just irate and, you know, like the, the bridge is burned and they're just not going to, you know, like no yeah. TCU or Baylor fan is ever going to think that the committee is doing a great job, you know, and like that every year that you pick up a couple more of those. And yeah. I, I just think that the whole thing, is it's just a, a lightning rod for anger. But I think this year they are going overboard with, I mean, they're, they're putting a tough spot because of the Cincinnati thing, especially um, of like, you know, that they have a signature win in a way that they didn't previously, but they legitimately are playing worse than the previous Cincinnati. Like last year's Cincinnati team, I think was a better team. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I kind of understand why they're not rushing to put them in the top four. But uh, after the way that they've, the way the committee has treated teams outside the power five in the past, uh, they've kind of lost any like uh, faith people had. Um, and then, I, you know, I really don't, I'm not trying to say that the average fan is looking at the UTSA ranking and that's why they're mad. But the UTSA ranking is fucking dog shit. Like they're 9-0 and and they're ranked 23. Their last four games, uh, they've been north of 44 points in all of them. Like I have no idea if they're good. Uh, they played Illinois and <laughs> squeaked by. Um, and, you know, had close games against teams that UTSA would play. Uh, but they're fucking 15th in the AP and 23rd in the uh, the committee. So, I, I, like, that just, that kind of stuff, you know, like, whenever it feels like they're really going out of their way. I mean, I don't know if that's how the average fan feels, but I, I feel like it's more pronounced this year that they're out to fuck over the teams that are not, you know, in the group with the, you know, where they work, you know, like yeah, it's a bunch of fucking power, power five, five ADs yeah. sitting around and being like, actually, I think that all of my friends are the ones that deserve to be high. Yeah. Yeah. And all the schools that we will get a playoff bonus from are the best schools that, uh, to, to represent it. Um, I am glad we got some, some roadrunner talk though on the pod. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, that Sincere, suffices baby. for it, but, um, you know, meet, meet. You, oh, uh, what, you want to, you one want a UTSA fun note. fact? Oh, I do. I'd love a UTSA fun fact. The school was constructed uh, just after the Kent State thing happened. So the uh, the landscaping of the entire campus is designed so that it could be easily controlled by National Guardsmen. That is a fun fact. <laughs> they, got, they got natural sniper positions throughout the campus. There you go. 
There you go. I did want to bring up one last note on Barta. Uh, my, I have a good buddy whose parents uh, or his dad went to the University of Cincinnati, so they went to college game day, and um, they had a they brought a sign, um, you know, because they're uh, they're adults that bring signs to uh, college game day, which I love. I respect it. And uh-huh. it said "Let's go, Brandon," but Brandon was cost, crossed out, and it said "Let's go, Barta." Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> <Just> <laughs> okay, roast very them. strong. Yeah, I love very it. Very strong. Yeah. Like it doesn't make a hundred percent sense when you think about all the mechanisms that they're going with. But I like it. I know what they mean. Is strong. Yeah, you you get what they're talking about. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So, uh, does that all you guys have on the rankings? I got a couple other college football topics I'm burning on. Yeah. 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 Gary I Patterson. Think I'm kind of at the uh, I'm kind of at the just let itself sort itself out thing. I mean, it's gonna fucking blow if two loss Alabama gets in and Jesus. Cincinnati doesn't. Yeah, I would even say it's gonna blow if like one loss Oklahoma, and I might even say one loss. Well, I'll just say if one loss Oklahoma gets in and Cincinnati doesn't, that would blow. There's no way. Yeah, I, no I, way I love Oklahoma the Oklahoma ranking. Played. Yeah, the Oklahoma ranking is hilarious and kind of warranted. So I love <laughs> yes. it. Yes, but yeah. if they lose like a close game, but in one of their like three remaining challenges, and then they still win the Big Twelve, like I don't know. I, I think they're definitely Cincinnati's definitely in over them. I would hope so, and probably I mean, not. But <laughs> if they were five and six, like Cincinnati is five and Oklahoma was six, I would think that obviously Oklahoma could lose one more and uh, still finish out of them. Uh, because they're playing significant challenges as we go along, but they're fucking eight. Like I'd say of anyone that's being insulted in this poll, like you know, uh, Oklahoma, it's it's pretty up there. I I don't know that I would. I mean, I'm not sure that any of the teams ahead of them. I think that Oklahoma would beat. You know, in fact, I would say strongly. Like I would love to watch Oklahoma, Michigan State, but I, I think I like Michigan State. Yeah, I like Michigan State. What's weird, too, about it is like Oklahoma undefeated, you know, their Oklahoma traditional power. But I feel like their fans aren't like, man, I can't believe the committee's disrespecting us. I yeah. feel like their fans are like, yeah, we're garbage. Like, this is, <laughs> we, should, we need to fire Lincoln, you know? Well, I mean, you're not going to have to, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's on a plane to Baton Rouge as we speak. I God. think I did see someone send that flight uh, – that flight that flight tracker info out so oh yeah 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 is there like another application outside of the cia that leans more heavily on the flight tracker than college football <laughs> no it's amazing <laughs> like it's it's spies and tech sags mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which is awesome <laughs> This comes up a lot in the Epstein stories and the college football stories. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's this is a, the only two times I hear about flight trackers or flight logs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A few good men. It's a key, it's a key, <laughs> it's a key part of that film. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I want to know what the fuck's going on with this Joey McGuire stuff. Like, uh, I, I, I just literally don't know the details in a way that I'm depending on you, Jake, to know. Like is is like I I saw he changed his Twitter handle and like has done an introductory press conference. Is he not going to be with Baylor for any of their remaining games? Boy, that's a good question. And I actually don't know. I mean, I know he was at Spanky's today. And how 
in what fucking world is it allowed for you to interview a assistant of someone within your conference with half the fucking season left to go? Like, I feel I've never heard of that. I've I've followed this crazy sport where a lot of wild things have happened. I've never come close to hearing something like this. And I, I don't know that they did interview. I, I, I Like I said, I haven't read the stories. I've just had a lot of questions. Um, but like if they didn't interview him, then like they hired a football coach without interviewing him. <laughs> like what's, are you guys as flummoxed as I am? I, yeah, I know, I know he wasn't their first, obviously their first choice. So that means you're definitely not hiring your third choice without an extensive interview process. I mean, I wouldn't imagine. Who was their, know, do you know who yeah. their first choice was? Who was, uh, who was on top of the tech wish list? I think it was trailer. Oh, huh. I'd say get Kingsbury back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trailer and I think, I think they got a no from Sonny Dykes, and I think they probably that's crazy. I know, rightfully internally decided to stay away from the Bryles and company. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if if Dykes ends up staying, it's because they're about to sink all of the money into that program. Which who knows what that means? But their facilities, I think, are pretty pretty mid yeah um, i mean you know we drive by that practice yeah it's, yeah there's other high schools that i would say i'm more impressed yeah <laughs> i don't think that'll be that way for that long but um Dude, i don't know i mean i i went to one smu game two years ago so not an expert but uh that was a, i like and i've watched some ga- i've watched their games on tv where it seems like that there's more but just the it doesn't feel like the fan support is there. And I, I wonder what you can do absent anyone giving a shit, no matter how good you are. Well, it's a pretty small school as far as enrollment goes, right? Like Absolutely. Not, yeah, and so in Dallas is already kind of a college football town. Like, you know, everyone's already a UT or A&M or Arkansas or Tech fan. So there's not just like a huge population of like casual like college football fans to pull from. Um, I, yeah, I would have thought before they started at like whenever they were dog shit forever. It's like, well, obviously they had no fans because they're dog shit forever. I would have thought that like, you know, uh, your average like somewhat strong Texas fan would have at least like gone to some games because, hey, it is college football and I do already like that sport. Like shit. That's why we went like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. It seems like the support is fairly limited. It's a tiny stadium. Uh, there definitely are, again, high schools with considerably more capacity. And when we were there, there was no one else who was with us. Yeah, I, I think college football fans are, are a little unique in that there's a lot of them. I mean, I guess this is maybe how pro sports teams, you know, fans too. And this is just never how I felt it like. There's just a lot of people that like they watch their school and like that's it. Like and you know they'll they'll kind of they'll pay attention to what's going on in the conference and if they're good they'll pay attention to like you know playoff implications. But like they're like all about their alma mater or you know the school that they picked when they were eight years old in their state and that's just that's what they care about. Um, and you know trying to get them to like hey you know freaking you know Coastal Carolina App State's on this Wednesday night like it's a pretty good game you should check it out they're like are you fucking high like i'm not watching that <laughs> shit whereas opposed to i feel like nfl like people will watch a shitty nfl game on thursday night just because it's the nfl and it's on i just college football fans do not seem to have that 
um, same, like they, they root for their school and then they kind of, they kind of move on. Yeah. And I think it's, SMU's always thought that they could like maybe make the same imprint that TCU made in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the difference is one, I don't know how much bigger TCU is, but it's a little bigger. I don't think it's much, but it's a little bit bigger. But the other thing too, is just like, it sounds very basic, but there's a lot more to do in Dallas, obviously. And then the other thing is that, like, if you think about it, I think a lot of TCU fans from maybe who graduated in the 70s and 80s act like they've been big time into the football program forever. But they were really only big time into the football program when they joined the Big 12. Mm -hmm. And, like, then they could kind of dick measure with their friends that went to Tech and went to Baylor and went to Texas. And SMU doesn't really afford you that opportunity. That's why I thought that was the best chance for them – in competing was obviously getting in conference. It sucks mm-hmm. for them that it didn't happen. And I, I don't really even know that I buy like the TV market thing, right? Like because what did you add? Yeah. Like is – where is – how big of a market is Cincinnati? And like I don't even know where UCF is. Is it Orlando? I believe it is Orlando. Yeah. So like that's I a, don't know. That's a great I, market, dude. Yeah, I don't know that that makes a ton of sense to me. So – I, I think it would have been much better for everyone, rivalry-wise, fun in the Metroplex if they added it. But the point, it doesn't matter. The point is that... I think it's just that the other schools Sonny Dykes decided like to stay in Dallas and not go to Lubbock. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is insane. <laughs> but I, I I mean, I don't I don't believe that TCU uh, like just gets to dictate what moves the entire conference makes. Uh, but I, I think that they certainly had to be against it and... Probably uh, now I'm like really just pulling shit out of my ass, but like uh, fucking, um, they probably had to have a real feeling of unity at that time. Like no one wants to do anything that's going to piss off one of the other members too much because they were in a very precarious state. Yeah. So if TCU made it clear that they would be fucking furious about it, then you could see how the rest of them would be like, ah, well, we need everyone, so let's just fucking get these other guys. Yeah. Speaking of TCU, what did what did you guys have on the Patterson deal? I mean, that's I mean, I was legitimately shocked by that news. Yeah, I mean, I think what happened was are you shocked that it happened at all or shocked that it happened mid-season? I'm sh- surprised that it happened at all and shocked that it happened at mid-season was basically just like fuck this, I'm out of here it seemed like. I think that, yeah, exactly. I think they yeah. told him like, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna get a committee here. You can finish out the year." And then he was basically like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, like I, I have no interest in doing that. Yeah, that makes sense for like you know what all we know of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it's weird too because it's it, I hear such disparate stories. And descriptions of Gary Patterson. Like I know a lot of people that are like, man, that it's it's behind the scenes. He's so much different. He's such a sweet guy. Like he's a really caring, like soft dude. And then every single time he's in front of a podium, it's not like he's even a normal, like fiery college football coach who's an asshole. He's like petulant. Yeah. Yeah. Like at every turn, he just like is griping about this like petty shit that it's just odd that it gets to a guy like that. Like he'll DM people. Like, he's a Twitter guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, he'll DM people and, like, ask him, like, you know, 
to tone down criticism of the program or like tell them why they're wrong. Dude, he's I, he's definitely DM Bob before. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Definitely, and I mean that's like almost I can see that as normal compared to some of the people I know that he's DM'd are like two hundred follower accounts. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's just him. So I don't know. I mean, the weird part about it is that it's almost like when you have a mid tier quarterback in the NFL. Like, do you just want to stay like this? Because this is okay. Every once in a while, it's going to be really good. A lot of time, it's just going to be okay. Every once in a while, it's going to be really bad. Or do you want to, like, just fucking throw caution to the wind and see if you can find the next thing? Yeah. like I still feel like they could have continued to put up, like, seven and a half wins a year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think he's a good coach. And it's just, it's, I think it's just hard to beat unless you're just, like, a fucking great coach. Um, to be someplace for that long, you know, even though the players, you know, in theory, turn over, you know, turn over every, you know, not in theory, in practice, um, turn over every four years or so. It's just, I think it's just tough to be someplace for that long. Um, you know, I think David Shaw's going through it at Stanford. Um, you know, I think Ferenc has kind of gone through it at Iowa or, you know, people catch up to what you want to do in your conference a little bit because, you know, it hasn't changed in, you know, however long, even with some slight tweaks. And then it's just, I don't know, it's it's on the recruiting trail. It's like, you know, it's nothing new. It's nothing exciting. It's just, oh, yeah, there's, you know, go play for Gary at TCU like, you know, a bunch of other guys have had done. Some have worked out. Some haven't. It's just, I think it's just, yeah, I mean, how long has he been there? Freaking, I mean, it's got to be what, like 20 years? More yeah, than that. Least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he was like at twenty five, maybe. I think he was only second to Ferenc, and who's the? There was one other that I should know, but yeah, it was. I mean, he was there for the end of Ladanian, wasn't he? Is that true? I think he might have been on the staff, but I don't. I don't. I think that was still. Um, what's his name? Was that Francione? Yeah, Damien or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I. I I don't think that they were going to like uh, never win again or anything, but I, I don't think that they were going to get better. I, I don't think they were going to go back to the Trayvon Boykin years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, it, it, it felt like they'd seen a lot of, you know, the same kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would have no problem with uh, being chill to the guy who got you into the big 12 and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like uh, someone had a tweet, uh, got to be the first coach let go with uh, so many games left in the season that has a statue of himself outside the stadium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, th- there's a lot to that. And I would try to avoid doing things like that. But uh, I I get it. You know, uh, I, I think that they could aim for more. Do you, do you think that Dykes has said no to them? Because isn't that what they said? Or, you know, the rumors were that was their top target? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just what. That's what I've heard. Is it just from but KJ? No, it's definitely not from KJ. Because I don't think you trust KJ. him if he says the Dykes is staying forever. No, no, it's not that. I mean, and I, I haven't really, like, I don't know. I mean, the latest rumor is obviously Dion. <laughs> is it really? He interviewed yesterday. <laughs> For real? Yes. Is, uh, Moore, and dude, I, I also think that it is 100% true now, I don't know. I d- very seriously doubt this was in person, but Kellen Moore had some kind of talk with them on Saturday. And I think he's, I think his denials on his Monday press conference were BS because it made no sense. If you follow the story on Monday, 
there were like several reports, Star Telegram being the first one that was like, Kellen Moore's representatives have contacted TCU and told him to take him out of the running for the job. And then he's asked about it like 30 minutes before that. And he, he said, I haven't had I have no contact with anyone. However, that would be like me, right? Like, what, who am I going to – like, I'm going to call the NBC Nightly News and have my people tell them I'm not interested? You're not interested in hosting Jeopardy? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> yeah, it, why would that story even be out there? Like, I think – now, I don't think Kellen Moore was ever going to take the job, but I do think he's learned that, hey, I'm going to create as big of a, a net – I'm going to cast as big of a net here as possible. But Dion interviewed yesterday. Is this his team Coach doing well? These, they're fucking slaughtering people. Are they really? Yes. That's wonderful to hear. Uh, I think they have one loss, and it was a close loss. And his yeah, son they, is the quarterback. Hell yeah. Is he coming with to TCU? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Are the, you going to uh, call him Coach Prime, Jake? Of course. <laughs> of course I will. And, dude, you're talking about, like, stale on the recruiting trail. I mean, you want to yank this thing to the complete other side of the road. <laughs> He's yeah. already done plenty of recruiting in the area. Yeah. He certainly has. Broken a number of uh, viol- recruiting violations without uh, even having a college job at the time. There you um, go. Did, I, I still uh, it it really stuck in my craw the uh, the business of him saying that uh, no one would ever call Nick Saban Nick, so you shouldn't call him Dion. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. And then they like it, it pissed it, me it off. Sucked. It, it, it sucked especially because like this 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 happens in politics and stuff all the time where you're like you know somebody can just say something obviously it's false it reminded then, like, me of jill biden uh insisting on being called dr jill yeah that was bad but you know what would have been worse is if then there was like an insurance commercial the central theme of which was jill biden uh jill biden demanding to be called doctor like it was funny <laughs> like the fact that they then made an aflac commercial like he never had to say, well, actually, I was wrong. I, I acknowledge that when I was said that about Nick Saban, I was talking out of my ass. He instead just like cashed a check. <laughs> I don't like all, it. Pretty cool all, gig. All I'm going to say is there's a lot more doctors than there are Division One football coaches, head coaches. So, you know, who really deserves that, uh, you know, that the notion of respect. That's true. <laughs> I respect so. him. I just think that it's not insane to call him Dion because, I mean – Feels like all college. I mean, I guess there's some. I don't I mean, know that how wants often to be addressed by a title that they've earned. I don't. I honestly, you know, I don't see an issue with it. Guess, yeah, you know, no, I don't. I don't have an issue with it at all. It was just that you know you could very quickly from the same day's press conference find 37 instances of Nick Saban being called Nick. Nick, yeah. yeah. I don't like I mean, anyone put like the putting on airs that you know it's it seems to be like a you're a lowly reporter and not up to my level. We're all equal in God's eyes. That's my take. I, you think TC would have been a coachable player? Uh, no, I just <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, and I'm also I'm Coach Weisman named me the Raider of the Week one week. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'm also a little worried that TC, um, you know, he might have been on the wrong side of history with the whole Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali thing. He might have been a his mama named him Cassius <laughs> oh, <come> guy. <laughs> you know, that's just that's just the vibe I'm getting. You know. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> the full sale name change feels different. I I don't uh, know that I have a developed opinion on your that. Your mama named you Dion. I'm gonna call you Dion. That's that's your official stance on this. Uh, he carved out a little uh, caveat for himself here. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's an apples and oranges comparison. I, it's not like he's saying his name's not Dion. His name remains Dion. It's just only you can't use it. If some people still got to call him Cassius and he was like, to me, no, you can't, then I think that would be fucked up. <laughs> Do you guys think Coach O will be uh, on a sideline next year? Yeah, I don't think he's going to want to do media. And I know some of that stuff was like not great, of uh, some of the stuff that came out. But there's nothing that, you know. Uh, I think it was all great. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in there that'll keep him from being a hell of a defensive line coach somewhere, at, you know, uh, making seven figures as the D line coach at, you know, Ohio State. What's um, your man got to do with me, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the president of the school? I still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that was by far not the worst part of that. The worst part is that. She's pregnant. You're at a gas station in Louisiana. <laughs> I I I love every bit of it. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I I would have to think that uh, if he wants to be a D line coach, yes, Ohio State or anyone else would be happy to have him. Yeah, I don't think he wants a, to. I, I I think he does. I think I don't think he's a media guy. I mean, I could be wrong. I've said that about other people in the past, and they took media jobs, but. And I also don't think he's a go away guy. You know, I think he's a he likes you know he 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 likes to be on camera um, or in you know kind of a center point of attention. Um, yeah, I think I think he's going to coach again. I mean, maybe he'll, maybe I'll take a media job, but I I don't know. I just he he seems like a ball coach to me. And he's just been willing to do things like that for so long, like. Uh, I don't know for, for his age and level of notoriety, he's had a lot of jobs that weren't head coach pretty recently. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. I think that he knows how to do that and it's a role that he's, you know, finds a way to be comfortable in. And I'm sure that whatever, like whatever head coach he's with is definitely going to be happy to have him and respect it, you know, and like, uh, he'll probably be happy enough with that role. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think Ben's, I, Ben's convinced me. I, st I seriously hope he does one year. Of, of TV? Yeah, because, you know, the one year we got of Mike Leach, I think it was only one year. Maybe it was more, but I only know of the one because he called a couple Tulane games. And my brother said he would, in their production meeting, did not ask one question about the team. He would just talk to them for 30 minutes about, like, what he thought. <laughs> just like, they would just sit there and listen and then they're like all right and then walk out he just like had no idea about the teams going into the game would interview the quarterback and the oc or a couple receivers and just be like yep i don't he i didn't ask you a single question about your team and i think coach o would do the same that would be that would be good our speaking of coaching you know kind of shuffles um uh -huh. any surprise on your ntc that scott frost was um unable to protect Someone close to him from a glory day Nebraska <laughs> corn husker. Jake, do you even remember this story? Vaguely. Ben's never forgotten it. Uh, but the Lawrence Phillips, 
Oh yeah. Whatever. Whenever he was uh, attacking a woman, uh, apparently the woman was in Scott Frost's apartment, and when things started getting hairy, Scott just ducked into a closet. Okay. I, Jeez, I believe guy. that she ended up getting uh, pulled down a flight of stairs while Scott. I remember just the, Made sure that he was okay. Maybe hiding I under a bed the flight somewhere. Of stairs. Yeah. 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 And now um, his coordinate, his offensive staff. Pulled down the proverbial flight of stairs. Indeed. Games to go. <laughs> Are there a lot of replace four coaches on the same side of the ball and then do great afterwards teams? Is that a common story? It it seems uncommon, um, especially in the yeah, just middle of the season. Like, what are they going to run? Like, like I, I I'd like to see what like a practice is like for them right now, and like just like the amount of like you know little bullshit work that it takes to put together game plans that everyone kind of chips in on. Like, I guess maybe their, you know, their budget's so big at Nebraska, they have a bunch of analysts that can help out with that crap. But just like the workload that it would dump on, you know, I think their tight ends coach is the only one on the offensive side that's left. You know, I assume they got GAs that are helping out, but like, like what the fuck are they doing in the game plan? Meeting the next three weeks, how much is development you think is going to happen in practice? Yeah. Are these I players getting a lot better. Like I, there's literally zero upside to doing this because, like, who are you interviewing for these jobs right now? Uh, like, <laughs> you know why they did it? Like, their big reason they're going on a bye week and they're going to be uh, recruiting the whole bye week. Like, they were like, "Listen, we had to get this lined up before we talked to uh, talk to these high school kids," which is an insane position to have. <laughs> yeah, because if I'm a if I'm a senior right now, you know, and I've, I'm looking across the country and last week Scott Frost showed up and he had, you know, his OC, his wide receivers coach and his O-line coach. And this week he doesn't. I'm looking at that a little differently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, sign <laughs> me so, up. Like, you're still in charge. Like you're the same guy. Like, I don't, I don't understand like who's, that. Who's coming with? Like who, who's the guy that's like, Hell yeah. Uh, sign me up to work at the place that has sucked forever with the coach who is definitely going to be fired at the end of next season. Yeah, unless we can not suck next year. And Have like, I ever told you guys about the most nonsensical uh, college football sign slash uh, chant I've ever heard in my life? I don't know. I have not heard this. I think it was at the 97 or 98 Big 12 championship game. And – this is obviously something you could – this is insensitive. It's uh, problematic and also like really doesn't make a ton of sense unless unless Trev Alberts is a transvestite and I just never knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the sign just said you can't spell transvestite without T-R-E-V. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think it was just a factual observation. And then people just started yelling it. Like it was, yeah. it was the Texas Nebraska game. It was like, and I'm like, I don't like. Is this guy a transvestite? Because like, if so, this site, this sign would like at least make sense. It's so courageous. But otherwise, so I don't know. Like, it just feels like you picked the four letters of this guy's name and found like the one derogatory thing to say about a male and picked through. And you're like, all right, well, all right, the F word. No, that one doesn't work. Uh, oh, this one. I think we we went pretty far down the list, but I guess. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean it's true i i i, I do you know it's, it's not libelous um but 
Yeah. Hook them horns. Was that the year that uh, they called the boot with uh, with James Brown on fourth down? Was that that Big 12 title game? No. That uh, was, uh, I think, the year before. They obviously mm-hmm. won that game. The game that I went to, they got the shit kicked out of them at the Alamo Dome. Ah. Ah. Rough times. <laughs> Rough times. Which I think was the year before the Big 12 championship game that they lost to Colorado. Mm. Which was uh, the worst sports day of my life. Then. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah, dude. They left Major on the bench forever. By the way, is there Major Applewhite news? <laughs> is, he, is he still watching Army go for 70 points in that bowl game? Is Let's that what, okay. what's, what's, what's he been up to? I've kind of lost track of Major since Army hung 70 on him in a bowl game. Yeah, dude. Okay, I, yeah. I don't just like keep up with staffing at like various pizza inns around the country. <laughs> okay. He's, he, I think he's the fucking modern D at Vince Young Steakhouse oh, in I, Austin now. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he is and it's it's worse than all of that. Do you see it, Jake? Yeah, I do. He's the OC at South Alabama. Oh. <laughs> Didn't you used to be Major Applewhite? South Alabama's got a decent little defense this year. Um, well, <laughs> this guy. Just, just well, he's not involved with there. that. I know. I think I've hit a couple South Alabama unders. Didn't realize <laughs> I was going against the major there. Dude, he, uh, he was the head coach at Houston and really wasn't terrible as the head coach yeah. at Houston. Like, ended up getting fired, but I felt unfairly so. Uh, went back to Alabama, a place where he had been a, a offensive coordinator whenever he was, uh, uh, can't do this math here. I think 30, 29, something around there. Um, and, uh, goes, goes back a decade later, uh, was an analyst for two seasons. Like, you know, went through 2019, just hanging around the whole time. And yeah, it's Hey man, whenever we find an opening, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll work it out for you. And uh, it just didn't work out this time, but just just stick around. Then their offensive coordinator leaves. The whole staff's moving up, and he's like, all right, where where, where can you slot me in? Nowhere. You've got to work at South fucking Alabama. <laughs> Head coach? It's so bleak. No. Head coach? No. 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 <laughs> That's got to be like the worst job placement of the Tuscaloosa rehab program that they've ever done. Like, yes. When you go in, they're like, and we're going to line you up with employment. We promise. You're going to figure out, you're going to do yoga every day. You're going <laughs> to meditate. You're going to figure this. You're not going to sleep with any trainers, any students. <laughs> yeah. And when you're out of here, who knows? Could be big things. Like or, Lane Kiffin is fucking <laughs> killing him, dude. It could Lane be Kiffin. Things, or you could be moving to Mobile. <laughs> Shit. Butch Jones is in a better spot. <laughs> Jesus. It's tough times. Sorry for Major and his family. Yeah, I think he's he's probably apologizing to them every day already. So, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's uh that's kind of the big news on my end. Do you guys have any other topics you were burning on? All right, well, I'm going to admit something to you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think uh, if you think that this is too explosive, then um, oh, I did have another thing, but go ahead. Sorry, and sorry. we'll delete I'm it. To interrupt. Mm-hmm. So I've told you this story before, TC, about a guy who I ended up being pretty good friends with whenever I was uh, in high school and still am now. Uh, His name is Darius. Yeah. And when I was in junior high, we went to the same uh, junior high, but we didn't go to the same high school or excuse me, elementary like feeder school. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't friends with him for like the first two years of junior high. 
And uh, I knew that uh, there was a guy named Darius. And because I was young and very dumb and uh, not that inquisitive, I assumed that another kid in school was Darius. Uh, I'll keep his last name, I guess, because I I thought that, that Darius was black. Mm. And uh, the kid I thought was Darius was, and my friend is not. Yeah, his name was just Bill. Yeah, so I, you, I, yeah it, I don't even remember, but... A white Darius, okay. Yeah, so this next one is not quite as, as shocking, you know, and as much of an outlier. But for the past 10 years that I've seen the name Joey McGuire, I had no idea he was like an old white guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, same dude. Big same. Okay, as long I, as we're all going to be honest here. Like, I uh-huh. knew he was a legend. I knew he turned Cedar Hill around. I knew that he was like a, a like all the college coaches in the state, like, loved him. And I had no idea that he was like an old gray white guy. There was, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I definitely would have said not white, but I definitely did not think that he looked however I found out that he looked. <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever they announced him, I think it was either on his Twitter or the official Texas Tech one, there was like four photos. Uh, you know, and in, in one of the photos, there was like a, a black guy and a white guy shaking hands. And I was like, I think I know which one he is, but <laughs> no, I don't, not, I'm not sure. Just no idea. <laughs> yeah, no idea. He's one of these two. I know, <laughs> I'm positive. I'm trying to just own my own bias here, but yeah, that was a bit of a surprise to me. But okay. Yeah, on on the Joey McGuire front, um, I I wanted to ask you, but I, I first of all, I just about coaching changes. You've experienced uh, more coaching changes than the average college football player, yep. and uh, so I'd, I'd love to hear any stories you have about them. Um, but I especially enjoy uh, Walt Harris's first talk with the team, and I don't think Jake's ever heard about that. Oh, I mean, there's a lot on, on the Walt Harris first talk, and just just a lot to unpack. And uh, like my my the the one that really you know still sticks out to me is um he you know he goes out and lays out his team rules, and like you know Stanford, um you know obviously we are not held to the same rigorous academic standards that the regular student body is, but far and away more academically rigorous than any d1 school like it's really not even close eh. i mean it's really not even close is, is is what i can say and um like the first like he's like he's like he had kind of a lisp too which you know nothing he can do about that but it doesn't help the cause for him <laughs> and uh, he's like first rule no guns <laughs> in the locker room <laughs> zero guns (laughs) we're all looking around at this guy like are you fucking kidding me coach we've never seen a gun yeah like we are in northern california we don't this team doesn't even have hunting rifles (laughs) like what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about and then uh that was the first rule yeah I can't even remember what the second rule was. What I, I, what did I give you as the second rule, TC? Don't kill anyone. No, oh, I, yeah. I don't remember. I just remember the no guns. And then the other thing I really remember about that meeting is right when we got out of it. I uh, think the second rule might have been don't beat women. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was don't beat <laughs> No hitting women. <laughs> <laughs> Half the team walked out right there. <laughs> like, we can't play for this motherfucker. Coach, I love hitting women. 
can't play for this move. I was willing to, welt, uh, to melt my piece, uh, yeah. but this is a bridge too well, far. I was, it melt my piece in the brass knuckles. Two hit women. You know, because I was going to find a way to do that. <laughs> and then when we got out of the meeting, I just remember uh, we had an, you know, an older old lineman who just uh, from Lawton, Oklahoma, actually. And uh, he just was walking out. He's, he's like, I bet you that motherfucker has a cat. You hate and to hear it. Sure enough, two cats. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to be. Wouldn't want to have him leading me in the battle. Not like yeah. that. Oh my god! <laughs> um, oh. What was uh, what was Harbaugh's big first uh, player meeting like? I, I assume less funny. Um, first meeting. I, I the first thing I remember from Harbaugh is he gave everyone a call individually, and um, I whole remember I was, yeah the whole roster, and I remember talking to him, and you know it was it was like right before Christmas, and. Um, you know, he was just really like into like if I was going to go to church service was like I remember that being a <laughs> big line of questioning. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, um, just, you know, what like what the family served for uh, for dinner. And like he was, you know, very, you know, like what was the main protein? You know, were, were we a ham family? <laughs> were, we a, were we a roast beef family? Turkey? Like he was very inquisitive on those those two things. <laughs> Um, and football then, people are so weird <laughs> it's, it's bizarre and then i don't know if this was like the first meeting but i do know he had team rules too and um rule number one was do right which all right you know That's pretty all-encompassing there it's better than no guns <laughs> yeah rule number two was no gambling um and you know he's, he's like he's curious like, placement yeah well he's like he's like anyone here um you know anyone here play poker and you know this was uh, this was like pretty so cl- soon after the uh, Chris Moneymaker salad days of the uh, the poker craze. Yeah, yeah. So a bunch of and he's like you know probably seventy percent of the team raised their hand and he's like all right how many lousy poker players are there you know fucking no one lo- lowers their hand and he's like see he's like no bad poker players that means the only reason anyone loses because the other guy cheated. It's like <laughs> we don't gamble on this team. And then um, his third rule was. Um, you do not bear ass another man's stool in the locker room. That's right. <laughs> he's, seen, he's seen that go wrong too many times. <laughs> yeah. That one's always stuck with Just, me. You know, it stands out how much more of a practical coach he is than yeah. Walt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. He had a beat on the locker room. You know, people were gambling. Kind of you know, know where the fault lines are. Stools were in danger of being bare assed <laughs> in that locker room. <laughs> Do you laugh when you see people get like upset about the? Is it Bo Davis? Who's uh Who's Bo Davis? The Texas what? D line coach. Did that? Have you heard the audio? No, I haven't heard the audio. What, what oh shit, dude! So this is a crazy story that I feel like no matter. Like no matter what your beliefs about society are, <clears throat> having a kid, it's on the bus like back to probably I guess the airport in Ames mm-hmm. after they just got destroyed in the second half mm-hmm. and he has a fucking meltdown. But it's yeah. really not that different than like a general, you got your ass kicked, especially D-line coach bus talk. Yeah, yeah. 
And it, uh, I think it probably started with a couple of kids like, you know, dicking around on their phones and laughing, which everybody who's at any level of football knows. Like if you're laughing after a loss, you're going to get yelled at. Yeah. But a kid recorded it and somehow got it out. And it's, I mean, it's a minute of like hellfire and brimstone. Yeah, but it doesn't, it's just like you guys think you fucking know everything. You guys got your fucking asses kicked. You want yeah, me to play it? Dicked, dicked in. If we could, if we'll be yeah. able to hear it. Okay, uh, yeah. I think so. It's real. Do you motherfucker need to get in the transfer portal? You want to go? Get in the motherfucker. <laughs> this shit ain't a game to me. If you think it's a game, get the fuck off of this bus. I got my ass kicked. And you motherfuckers want to laugh? That's fucking real. You think it's a goddamn joke? And some of you motherfuckers do transfer out of this motherfucker. Because I'm tired of this shit. This shit's goddamn real. And we want to laugh and joke and fuck that. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's yeah. like nothing. I think yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah. And see, that's what I thought. And like, that's uh, a dude who was in the NFL the last three years. Like, you think yeah. he has a whole lot of tolerance for this and like, I don't even know how much of the reaction has been the like what I'm complaining about. I saw a few people that were like, you know, hopefully, you know, at Coach Sark can, you know, condemn young men being called motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, are we dude like I think you know you know this better than anybody uh on this call, but like I just think most people who like really love to watch football just have no clue. Yeah. It, for me, it goes back to the Gruden thing of like, okay, so you're you're upset that Gruden has those views. Me too. Me too. So who are you going to replace him with? Yeah. What do they think? Yeah. yeah is do you th- is John Oliver available? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what system does he run? Yeah. I, I remember the, like the harshest one that I mean it's not like I've heard worse, but like the harshest one that's like not like. You know, like super homophobic or you know borderline racist. Was I remember uh, we had an O line coach uh, in the Walt Harris years actually that uh, asked the guy if he was going to come help him move, <laughs> move his daughter's bedroom out because he's going to get him fucking fired playing like that. So you would come by, help me and my wife move. It's probably going to be over Christmas fucking break. <laughs> Is that the same coach that knew like the the D3 schools in your area? <laughs> One and the same. One and the same. Like, yeah, yeah there wasn't a transfer portal back there, but yeah, for me it was always northern Arizona. He's like Flagstaff, nice little town. NAU, gorgeous campus. I know I know the D line coach there. I'll put in a word for you. You can finish out your career there. Have a lovely experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> I've, I've heard these all before and i could hear them a hundred more times i i love them they're, so much they're good they're classics but uh oh, that's all i got <laughs> all right yeah hit them straight all right good time see you fellas <laughs> later that's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.